Hey everyone, before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, this is Super Cool Radio. I got a very special guest for this episode, going to change things up a little bit. You should be uh, familiar with him because I had he, he had me on his show back last year. Now we're going to flip the script a little bit. He is back on my show. Please welcome the host of Crash Course Metal Show on YouTube. He is Trevor Crash Knight. What is going on, Matt? Thank you very much for having me on the show, and I'm excited to talk Wild Street. Uh, just as a little, if people aren't aware of uh, what I do, I do have a YouTube channel, just like Super Cool Radio here. We do some of the similar things. I, I go more into like the reaction videos or album reviews, like such what we're doing here. I bring different guests on, have interviews, but as we all know, Super Cool Radio, no one can beat Super Cool Radio when it comes to interviews. <laughs> having one homers every day, it feels like. So thank you again for having me on, brother. Um, of course. Uh, I'm going to leave some links for the Crash Course Metal Show in the description. Thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for what you do. As you said, you do more kind of more like the music reviews, reactions. You got some fun videos on there, plus some killer uh, interviews as well with some guests. If anyone is familiar with Super Cool Radio, they will be familiar with some of the guests on your show as well. Yep. Sounds right. Sounds about right, my man. And yeah, I I, I do about, you know, only like three to four interviews a week, you know, not not too bad. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> that, that average is getting pumped up here now in season. What season is this for you now? This is season four for Super Cool Radio. Yeah, we're expecting greater things for season four, season five, season six, and so on. All right. I, I, hey, the bar's been set. I know. Like, I have got some cool things in the works and, you know, maybe some cool guests here that uh, I can't disclose just yet, but we'll see. You'll see. Everyone will see. But right now, before we get off on tangent of how cool our shows are, (laughs) uh, as you you mentioned, so we're going to do a really cool review, very similar to if anyone watched uh, the shows, you know, that we've did together for your channel. We're going to do a track-by-track review of Wild Street, the first Wild Street album, as you see, I have right here, and so do you, and both of them are signed. That is badass. (laughs) Uh, So, obviously, we're huge fans of Wild Street. We've seen them, uh, obviously, in concert before. Uh, So, for this first album, it was released back in, let me get my notes real quick. Um, Wow. um, 2009, I believe, correct? Thank you. Yeah, I did yeah. not write that in my notes for some reason. But yes, it was released <laughs> back in 2009, over over 10 years ten years ago. Uh, and uh, we'll give our thoughts, what we like, what we enjoyed, and uh, we'll break down the songs and see what people think, and hopefully everyone enjoys. Yeah, of course. So first things first, uh, I, we, we will uh, give the lineup here, just to throw it out here, because it does 
change from album to album pretty much uh at least a little bit so i have here uh eric jake obviously is vocalist and does a lot of the producing such as well writing and everything jimmy marlowe does guitars uh ali or ally hassan is on the bass you got keith robert on guitar and then you got beck on the drums so very good lineup though i mean i I'm not 100% sure what the lineup was for uh, Wild Street 2, which we will get into that in another episode. But, uh, yeah, you you ready to go for the uh, track listings here? I, I will. I want to add one more thing before we jump into uh, this album. Um, Eric Jake talked in my interview with when I did uh, with him last year. He did mention that Wild Street 1, he thought it was a little too overproduced. That, okay. that was his, his terms he used. I can kind of understand that, but also at the same time, this album sounds very super clean to me. I think it's very enjoyable. I agree. I agree hundred percent with that. I, I could see his uh, maybe complaint as far as a uh, overproduced, but for me, I don't think it hurts the record as far as being saying overproduced. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think it sounds really good. Uh, I think it's more of a positive than it is a negative. Oh, I definitely agree. And um, before we get into the track listing, just just real quick on that, because I mean, there's definitely some albums that you can tell that they're they're overproduced. There's a lot of layers to this, and the music gets lost. But I think with the first Wild Street album, I don't think that is too much as an, of an issue as you said. You know, it's more of a positive than a takeaway from the album. I agree. Yep, one hundred percent with that take. All right. So the first track on Wild Street One is. Want to get it on? Uh, w- would you like me to start with this, or would you like to? You're the guest. I, mean, I, I, might, like I, I might have a lot to say. So on this track, uh, if you want to go first, uh, you I, can go first. I, I, I'll lead. It is my show. How about I'll lead with the with the tracks, and uh, we'll get your thoughts All after right. mine. Yeah, How about that? that? Works. Very good. Uh, as I told you before we started, so I actually this is my old notebook I had from back when season one of Super Cool Radio. I used to do a lot of album reviews, so I. Dusted this out. I busted it out uh, for this show that we're doing. So, want to get it on? I I gotta say, I uh, this is just a super solid song. It is a hard hitting rock song. Um, it's also I'm gonna say this a lot, probably for most Wild Street songs, because they do have that formula where these songs are very catchy. You can get the you can pick up the lyrics pretty much halfway through a song, and I think that just shows how good of a songwriter Eric is that he can get those catchy hooks in there and change it up for every song. Mm -hmm. Uh, So especially with Want to Get It On, again, it's a very solid rock song. I like the kind of, um, you know, gang or crowd vocals that are, yeah, as you picked up as well, with uh, each of these songs because it gives another layer to the song, but also it's super great for if you, if whenever they perform these songs live, is yeah. that you get the crowd into it very easily. So I, agree. I think it is a this is a kick-ass opening song and a perfect intro uh to Wild Street. That that's actually a good I didn't necessarily think of it in those words as in an introduction to Wild Street. That's this is the first song ever you could say of Wild Street that we've seen or heard. And uh th- this hands down is my favorite wild street song i I, this is on the saturday night party cd 
that I always go out and hit the town with. This song's always on the playlist, always on the CD. Doesn't matter. This song is a staple of my last five years. <laughs> you know, so it's it's so like you said, it is very catchy. Eric Jake does have those uh, just good lyrics at very. This is like you said, a very good live setting song. Which there are a couple other songs that on uh, Wall Street One and on Wall Street Two that are that get uh, get brought up to eleven, if you will, when it goes live. So, and this is certainly one of them, one of my favorites. I absolutely love the solo in this song. Uh, man, I, probably one of the best solos that they recorded on any other albums. So, and man, so much Def Leppard to this song. I mean, you could you could argue for pretty much for the record, like just somewhere in between Hysteria and Adrenalize for Def Leppard albums. Uh, that's what this song sounds like. It came from 80, 87 to 90. You could have picked it out of, out of any one of those years and this is what it would be. Just a, just a masterpiece of a song for Eric Jake and Wild Street for me. So that's, that's pretty much I'm sure I have a lot more to say about this song but as of right now that's pretty much all I got to say. That is a very good um, kind of analysis with uh, Def, Def Leppard, you know, because now that, like, once you said that, I was like, that makes a lot of sense because it has similar, it's not, obviously, it's not Def Leppard, what I mean, but it has that right. kind of flair to it, if that yeah. makes any sense. So if I, I'll, I'll draw another Def Leppard comparison here with this song. What this song sounds like, even on the record and live, is a little bit like, it doesn't sound like pour some sugar on me, but it's like that live anthem that everyone can sing along to everyone it's easy to pick up the lyrics like you like you said so it's just it's just like that perfect i said like we've seen uh wild street plenty of times i see him at least five times now there was one time where they didn't play it live and i was very upset and I, every time i see eric i'm like are you doing want to get it on are you doing want to get it on and man every time they do it it's just beautiful and everyone just chants along with it, it it's just a like I said, a masterpiece of a song. So, to I hundred percent agree with that. And uh, I I've only got seen Wall Street twice uh, so far, uh, and actually I haven't seen them in over a year. So hopefully I do oh, get that okay. opportunity soon because they are phenomenal live. And uh, anyone if you haven't seen Wall Street live, you are truly missing out. Yes, yeah, definitely not not a dud in the set list. We'll say that there is not one bad song in the set list. You'll be singing the whole night. So that's. Very good live. I agree. For sure. Now, for the second track on the first Wild Street album, it is Hard On You. To me, what I really noticed is, like, with this song, is like there's, it's got a very solid beat to it. It's it's really good, and it really sets the tone for the song very well. You know, it still has... You know, it's, these songs are going to all be in, like, the similar style, but there's always a little bit of flair and difference between each song, and I think that's what separates them all for it doesn't just sound like copy-paste of the same song. And I think that's kind of the, the magic of Wild Street is um, sounding similar for people to understand it, but at the same time using some different techniques and styles to make them stand out that much more. Killer guitar riff, and, and again, with the chorus and most of the choruses on this album, it's got those crowd vocals 
And again, helps out so much if they perform this song live because it's already builds in that people uh, in their mind that people should be singing along during the chorus because it, that's what it sounds like on mm -hmm. this album. Uh, and what I, I did like kind of like the little bit of the story with it. Um, it to me, my interpretation of it, it's like you, you see this girl and you, you just can't get, a, get her out of your mind. It kind of drives you crazy a little bit. So right. I can, I've been there to totally relate. And uh, that's why I really dig hard on you. Hey, I have to say, uh, I like that analysis of it because I got pretty much the same analysis. It's probably my second favorite song on the album. Like, this is a beautiful one-two punch off the album here. I Like, when I first bought this probably like 10 years ago, I'm like, I only knew about one or two Wall Street singles at that time. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, just the first two tracks is just so cool. I had this song as my alarm for about six months, like a couple years ago. So, like... Every day I woke up, I listen. This song was playing in my ears. Like that's how good this song is. But man, it, it, like you said, I, I like the guitar work. This this would would have been a very good. Uh, it has like that single sound and tempo to the song, and just like that catchiness of it. it, it this could have easily been a, a first or second single off the album, I think, and it would have done pretty well. I. I, yeah, I, I do wonder why this might not have made it as a single. Like, maybe why did they go with Soldier of Love as, like, a video single instead? Or, you know, that was always something I did want to ask, Eric. But, but I mean, uh, we'll just have to figure it out ourselves until we do get an answer. But, but yeah, no, Heart on You is absolutely great. Not just, just a tad under uh, Want to Get It On, just because of the sheer epicness that I Want to Get It On is. But yeah, very, very good second track. So for me and man, I, I, we're talking about these first two tracks. I mean, we might not even talk about the rest. I don't know. That's, <laughs> like, Where do you go from here? Where do you go from the first two tracks? But yeah, we, we have plenty of good to say about the rest of the album, though. Oh, we, we definitely do. And I, I know we're just getting started about it, but it just shows, obviously, we very much enjoy Wild Street. And it is, it is a little interesting, you know, Soldier Love. Uh, you know, versus hard on you, uh, you know, single choice and all that. I, I do, I, I can understand like Soldier Love got got the nod just because I think it's got slightly like more imagery in it. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get into talking about it. Just just a little quick answer. I'll, I'll talk about it more later. But okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but just just I'll just throw that out there for right now. We'll come, but we'll we'll come back in like twenty minutes and finish that. <laughs> So the third track, slightly different pace for this one. It is four so long. Um, this song is it, it's a little bit slower, but I mean, it will it will uh, rock by the end of the song. But it does start out uh, with a little bit of a change of pace. It does pick up pretty quickly. You know, it, I, when I say it's like the first minute is slightly slower than the first two songs. So it's not like you know it's a completely different style of music. Of course, it's rock music. It's got a little bit to me, like a um, little bit of a ballad feel, but not oh, as yeah. slow. Yep. Like maybe, like a faster paced ballad, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I understand, and I would agree with that. I would, I would classify this as a ba ballad. Maybe not a power ballad so much, but it is. I I consider it a ballad. It, it's probably my favorite ballad because there is one other ballad on, later on in this album, but I do prefer this over this this song. Uh, for so long over the latter song uh 
of the ballads here on this album. But yeah, just good songwriting again. Uh, you know, very, it, I don't want to keep harping on like hysteria and like Def Leppard and stuff, but it does, you can tell this album, they were influenced by Def Leppard, Poison, so on, you know, and it's just, I, I think it's just a really good nod to their influences. And I think they did a beautiful job at just in, uh, just making it their own though too. Cause no one really sounds like Eric at the same time. So, and they add different guitar licks in here and just, it's just, it's just a really good ballad. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to compare it to like a, a song, but it does have, if, if you love Def Leppard ballads, there's no reason why you wouldn't like this ballad. That's the best way I can sum that up. So, but yeah, a very good song for track number three. So, I mean, not, the first three tracks, man, you can't complain. You can't complain with what they're giving you here. So, I, I that's pretty much what I have to say here for, for so long. I definitely agree with that. I, I did want to throw in one more influence. I know um, Eric talked about this briefly in another interview I did with him. Uh, so, yeah, Wham! Uh, was a huge influence uh, for Wild Street, he said, for the first album. So, which, again, yeah. makes sense. And I think that that is uh, why it's so catchy. Uh, and they also have those crowd vocals. I think that's uh, why, like a wham influence in their music. Yes, yeah, and that, that's a good point, and I can totally see that. So, and, and I, th I think it totally works too. I, I wish more bands would do a little bit, especially modern bands would do more of that. I, I always liked it because it adds another layer to the song, but mm -hmm. also, um, and you know, I, I love. You know, the bands who I love, I love the vocalists as well because it's bands who I really like. But to give a little bit different for people, I think, keeps the intrigue a little bit more and kind of saves the vocalist for the rest of the song so that you don't, you know, you, you do focus on those parts a little bit more because you don't, you're not hearing the vocalist during the whole song. Exactly. And that, that's a good, that's a good point. I, I, I agree pretty much 100% with that take. I, I like that. And I, I think that's also what helps distinguish Wild Street as well. Brings like their own flavor and flair, like you said, uh, to their music, and it's great. Oh, oh, for sure. And now, so we are coming to the fourth track here on the first Wild Street album. Now, this is Soldier Love, where I already kind of gave a little bit of my take on, so I will now come back and finish it, because, again, I totally planned that out because I'm a master of my craft here. Um, awesome. Yeah, you're, the, you're the best. That's why That's why you can do that, man. This is your show. You, this is your world. We're just living in it, man. Exactly. You're, you're my guest here, so you get to see a little bit of how my mind works and go, man, this guy <laughs> is something. <laughs> <laughs> so this song, again, of course, it has that catchy Wild Street flair to it, as we've been talking about for the whole album. But I, what I really like, and I think what this is what sets the song apart, and this is what I want to mostly focus on for what I, my take, is that it has some great imagery in it. Like, as they're, um, you know, it's very descriptive, and it's very well written, especially, um, you know, she's got guns, obviously, with the crowd vocals on there, but even mm -hmm. just describing her as well with um, what she's wearing, what she's doing, uh, you know, leather covers her uh, the, the seat, the leather armor, sorry, it covers the seat, for, uh, uh, the line for it. So that kind of stuff, um, it, it's very descriptive. I can kind of see why they went with the video single for Soldier of Love is because everything was already there and you just had to, you know, put that into the real world and film it kind of thing. Right, yeah. 
I, 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 I get that. I understand that. But I mean, for me, I think this song, uh, Soldier of Love, is maybe the weaker ones for me on this. It's still on the iPod. I still listen to it. It's not bad in any regard. But to me, it's just kind of mid-tempo-ish. It, it kind of, it. I'm not going to use the word boring. It's not, it doesn't get to that stage, but it's kind of like, where are we kind of going with this song? You know what I mean? But I do like, like you said, the imagery. There is imagery to this song. But for me, though, when you're coming off, <laughs> want to get it on uh, uh, hard on you, it, it's just, so, there, a good song is going to feel like, oh, what's going on here? You know, kind of when you're coming off, and the ballad as well, uh, for so long. So, but for me, they sold it low. I mean, it, it's still a good song. I understand why they went, like you said, probably why they went to uh, do this as the video single. But for me, though, it's just one of those, all right, you know, that, that's cool. It's not going to make uh, a playlist or anything, but it, it's in the context of the album, it's, it, it's not like a dud. It's not a dud. So... That's that's kind of where I'm at with Soldier Low, but I totally get what you're saying there with the imagery, and I I do agree with that. I I think also what also uh, hurts a little bit of it is it's it's the placement of it. I don't think there's really a good place for it because the first three songs I wouldn't change where they were placed. Exactly. Yeah. But since they were so well placed, it's hard. You know, like so the songs that you know that are you know slightly off, not you know as you said. You know, not a dud, but it's also what's kind of going on there. You know, the mm -hmm. album placement kind of hurts it a little bit. I and I agree with that because uh, when you got an album and you're listening to the whole album, the context and like th the fluidity of the album is so important to any album in any genre. So, I, and that that could be a part of it as well. I think what, and this is going to segue into the next song. I, I think. To me, they should have switched Midnight Gypsy uh, with Soldier Love to give a little break uh, for, like, so this is instrumental, if anyone's not familiar. One of my favorite songs to hear live just because there's no words. So, like, you just take in Wild Street Live, and it's one of my favorite parts of their set. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they should have done that, give a little bit of, you know, a power cleanse for the first three songs because of how great they were. And then you come back with the album, starting with Soldier Love. That would have been my take of how to do it. But overall, uh, I think it, the album, you know, the track listing, I, I, that would be like my only change for it. But right. again, uh, to finish up with Midnight Gypsy, it is just freaking phenomenal. And if yes. again, this is why you have to see Wild Street Live, because they, they make an instrumental entertaining. And I know sometimes, you know, I'm not a huge instrumental music guy. I love lyrics. I love, you know, listening to stories and that kind of stuff. But for them to do it so good that it's amazing on the album, amazing live shows the caliber of Wild Street. Right, and and I agree. Uh, they they do always do this song live, uh, and I agree with you. I even think that with if they could have switched this, put this at number track number four, and then put uh, the uh, Soldier of Love after that, it, it would have helped. I think it would have even helped Midnight Gypsy too, because you come to the ballad after Midnight Gypsy, and that's kind of like a weird spot then too. Uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, they do this song live, and I think when I, because I was, I wouldn't say I wasn't a fan, because I'm a fan of instrumentals and such like that. I have a whole playlist of instrumentals. So it definitely, 
this when I seen this live at first, it kind of brought the song to life too. Cause I don't I don't think it was on my iPod at the time. And then what because Eric Jake also does this. This is like a song that he solely so solely does. So and that's really cool too. And you see that on full display for the most part, guitar wise and such when it's live. So that kind of brings another dimension to the song when you're listening to it on the record as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the instrumental though. Very good. But like, like, like we said, we kind of possibly would change the placement of it to help the, the two songs before and after it. So, but we, we can move on to the, to the next song if you would like. Yes. And, what we were talking about with uh, the sixth track, which is Open Up Your Eyes, mm -hmm. I think also this song would have benefited from having Midnight Gypsy uh, and um, Soldier Love changed around. Because to me, if you listen to Soldier Love, then you listen to Open Your Eyes, I think to me it would help with uh, the continuity of the album. Because it kind of deals similar with, with a little bit of similar topics. But uh, yeah, what yeah, I really yeah. liked, it had the, the crowd vocals on the, when, it, when he says, yeah, and he says, me. And mm -hmm. I think to emphasize those, you know, to those uh, the end of the the, the lines, I think was really cool. And it, again, it, this song is it has that catchiness to it, that Wild Street style. And again, it's got a very good song uh, storyline in here as well. Right. With um, you know, trying it, to me, it seems like a relationship that they're not sure where we're going with it, that kind of thing. And um, you know, are they going to break up? They're going to stay together. Can you see how great I am? You know, can you see the value of us staying in this relationship? So that kind of stuff was again very relatable to anyone who's been in a relationship in that kind of similar uh, scenario. And I think because it's so relatable, I think that is also what makes Wild Street really cool. It's because they deal with some very real topics, and this is no exception for it. With open your eyes. Yeah, I, I agree uh, pretty much with everything that you said about this song. I just it's a really good ballad. I consider this a ballad as well, along with uh, For So Long. Uh, but to me, I mean, these are pretty close, the two ballads on here. They're really close to being they're, – they're both really, really good. I I can listen to either one at any time and not skip it or uh, want to skip it. It's just – man, I, it's, it's, it's something to be said, too, about writing a ballad because sometimes it just comes off cheesy and – just doesn't work even though i love ballads i love power ballads there's not too many ballads that i don't like but at the same time there are ones where it's like that's just not working but and, and you got wild street here on their debut giving us two and great ones uh so yeah definitely these about these two songs these two ballads are on my ballad playlist so that they, 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 they get plenty of rotation in on my ipod so but i agree with you a great song great great way but and and like us like we keep saying possibly would have been a little bit better to change the order but i don't think it necessarily hurts this song though like it does so much as soldier of love did you know the more more of a in a negative light than uh this ballad here uh open up your eyes so no i i definitely agree like um, and even just standalone, this song is uh, really good. But I definitely understand what you mean by ballads. There's, there, you know, obviously the people who could do it right do it right. But then there's kind of some of those ripoffs where they're not really saying anything. It's just kind of a slowed down song for really no reason. Uh, right. And again, with Wild Street, I, I said this you know, earlier in our video as well. Eric is a very 
uh, he's a very strong songwriter, and mm -hmm. that really comes through. And he can, you know, transform as uh, Wild Street evolves. You, you, you can even hear the different styles he does, even with uh, "Bless My Heart," where he um, he's got completely different vocals. He's extremely talented. I think that's why Wild Street has a slightly different sound now. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, very good. Yeah, because and not too much. Some people could argue Wall Street 1 and Wall Street 2 kind of sound the same, but I could kind of argue it the other way as well. And especially Wall Street 3 is totally different from these, from Wall Street 1 and Wall Street 2. So, uh, but still vary to the roots of what Wall Street is. So, uh, but yeah, no, I agree 100% with what you're saying there about Eric being a very good songwriter. There, there's not one bad written song, I would say, in the whole, in the whole catalog. So... Well, I definitely agree with that, and um, that's why I'm, you know, uh, Wild Street 3 is a lot different. We will be covering that in another season coming up, but it's, since it is so different, we'll, we have a, we'll have a lot to talk about that for sure. But I also, I, when we talk about Wild Street 2 in another video as well, I got an interesting take on that as well, and I believe you probably do as well because you already kind of slightly mentioned that. But before okay. we get a little ahead of ourselves, we're going to continue on with this list, at number seven with uh, the Fist of Fury, this song picks it up. You mm -hmm. know, we had between Soldier Love and Open Up Your Eyes. You know, the song, except for Midnight Gypsy, I'll say, because that was definitely it's an instrumental rock song. But the pace slows down a little bit. So now with the Fist of Fury, they're uh, they're bringing up the uh, the hype, the uh, the rock music. Is uh, they're bringing up the pace, and I think this is where like the pacing, I think for the back half of the album, uh, is very well done. Because, yes, it starts off slower with Open Up Your Eyes, but then it hits you with Fist of Fury. This song, it's got some, it's got some groove to it. And what oh, yeah. is kind of cool, it, 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 to me, it's like a, like a love scene in like an action movie. Because it has that like hard-hitting rock music to it. But also, it's, you know, it's talking about some you know, love, heavy topics, that cool stuff. But they do it so well. And um, what I really liked is like the two and a half mark, a minute mark. Eric says, uh, let me hear it. And to me, that was a cool feature, uh, you know, with his voice and the sound. But then it goes into the killer solo as well. It, right. It's got like, a little bit of live elements with the album. Yeah, yeah, it, with the whole album. And it, this song is no exception, too. Uh, like you said, very. this is a very good deep cut off this album. Like, this is, a, this is a song I sometimes forget about, not because it's bad, but just because you play the other stuff a little bit more. But, like, even today I was listening to the song, I'm like, this is... Homer is just as good as anything else on this album, and no one, I never hear anyone talking about this, even other Wild Street fans. So, but yeah, a very good deep cut, probably uh, one of my favorite of the deep cuts off this album. So, yeah, but I agree with pretty much everything. The chorus is really good in this as well. Uh, the solos, but that's to be said about pretty much every song here. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like Fist of Fury as well. Yeah, I think it, it, it's got a good combination of uh, of a lot of different things. But I, to me, it was just cool. You, know, you hear Eric uh, saying, let me sing, then it goes into the solo. I think that was just it was something different uh, that wasn't seen in the last couple songs. All right, coming in uh, at number eight here on Wild Street, one is All the Young Dudes. Now, um, I really like the chorus part. I think this song, again, is extremely catchy. Um, to me, I, again, this I think this is a very solid song. Uh, for me, it was, it was to me it was a little bit of a weaker song. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. Uh, it still right. belongs on this album, but uh, to me, it's, 
I, I was kind of thinking, all right, what's what's kind of what are we saying here? What are we kind of doing here? Kind of similar with your take on Soldier of Love. It's it's a slightly weaker song, but it's, it belongs to the album, and it's still a solid rock song. Right. Yeah. And uh, this is a cover, actually, uh, David really? Bowie's song. Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes a lot I, of sense now. Yeah, because I I agree with you wholeheartedly that I, like I'm not a fan of this song, whether David Bowie does it or whether Wall Street does it or anyone else does it. Now, I will say Wall Street does do it better than David Bowie, I think. I would prefer to listen to Wall Street's version. But to me, I the song is just a no-go just from the start. But there there is some salvageable moments here on this song. But for me, I, it's just might have been able to leave it off. And you would have had a really strong eight-track album instead of a nine-track album. And but I mean, for people, I mean, there's a lot of people that like David Bowie and such. So I mean, there there are probably people that do like this cover. But for me, it, it this is the only song that gets left off on the iPod, you know. So so take that for what it is. I mean, it's just a cover at the same time. So yeah, it's like you said, it is weaker, and you're kind of like, uh, come on, I, I don't want to end the album on this, you know. So. But yeah, it's just okay. Just okay. That's if I if I had to take one track off, it would definitely be this on the album. I, I definitely agree with that. I think we're kind of on similar fields with that as well. Uh, but since if anyone now this is not on the digital, this is why you should get physical copies like how uh, me and uh, Crash do. Right. So there is a bonus track for the for the CDs, which is Soldier Love Acoustic. Uh, we don't got too much. You know, obviously it's an acoustic version of Soldier Love. My only thing that I noticed was I think it highlights Eric's vo vocals a lot more because there's only the acoustic guitar and um, to, to really balance out his vocals. So you, you really hear Eric pretty much unfiltered uh, how he is live. Right. And I, I agree. I, I would choose to listen to the acoustic version over the original version. I'm the same way, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's kind of where I'm at with this song. If one is going to be coming on the iPod, it is this acoustic version. So, and that's the one I do have on the iPod. So yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of the acoustic one, but like you said, even if you would put the acoustic in the middle where the original is, is that kind of a good spot as well? That I don't, I don't know. It's like, where would you put that then? And maybe near the end, take all the young dudes off and, and then put that at the end. Uh, but I mean, that's a question for another time, I guess, huh? <laughs> I think it would be cool to have a roundtable discussion discussion with Eric about all. I know this is like ten plus year old material, so I don't know how keen he would be on it. But it is cool. <laughs> like, and this is why I ask. Like, if I interview any bands who just released an album, I ask, "How'd you put the track listing together?" It, it is. There's so much thought. Like to bands who care. Like obviously, there's bands if they don't have really much of a theme or, you know, you know, too much of a style for them. Or then, only release digital stuff or that. Yeah. Kind of but for the, for the bands who care and who, who want to give like that whole kind of fluid where you don't stop, you don't stop listening to this album until it's done. Mm -hmm. There is so much thought process that has to go into a track listing. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Even, even stuff that I, I'm sure most music fans, when they like burn a CD or not, like make a CD of all the music they have, or even make a playlist. You're not just throwing random songs on. You are at first, but then when you're ready to finalize it, you switch everything where you want it. What sounds good after this? It doesn't matter who, what, 
it could be a hundred bands, a hundred different songs on there. And you're still, that's how my brain works anyway, with my music on iTunes. Like, I'm like, I don't want this song after this one. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. It, it just ruins it. But yeah, but yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with you. It, the fluidity of the album is so important. I, I think. I, and I know, you know, there's like the Spotify stuff of just releasing singles or EPs and stuff. But to me, I'm still an album person. I will listen to an album, especially if it's a really good one. Like I usually I break up my album, you know, uh, reviews and stuff. I, you know, I listen to like half of it. I'll take a break, listen to the other. I didn't do that with Wild Street. I listened to it from start to finish and made all my notes because mm-hmm. it holds your attention during that whole time. Correct. And um, I'm the same with you. I'm the same with you. So. Very, but yeah, very good album here. Uh, very good first album, the debut of Wall Street. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. I love it. Definitely, I highly recommend. This is a really great. Uh, Wall Street started off on the right foot with this album. So again, you ha- I, I highly recommend uh, listen to well, listen to everything by Wall Street, but to really get like where they first started and uh, where their style you know started, I would listen to the first one, of course. Yes, I agree. I agree 100%. It might be my favorite, actually. The more I visit this, because uh, I always used to think maybe number two, maybe number two. And then obviously the third one came out a couple years ago now, or one year ago now. But uh, definitely, I, I do gravitate to number the debut more so than anything else at the moment anyway. But yeah, it's it's just good stuff, especially if you like that sleaziness, the 80s stuff. Uh, I, I, obviously, we don't want to compare, but you know, just that 80s hair metal, uh, sleaze metal, glam metal, whatever you want to call it, Poison, Def Leppard, you know, all their influences. You, they wear their influences on their sleeve on this album, and it's you can totally tell. I 100% agree with that. But also uh, with that, again, they have they, – they kind of evolved it a little bit. Like, they evolved, like, the glam metal and hair metal yes. with their album. But also it's cool, and I think it's their – Definitely the first album, and again, their, their music has evolved, so not right now, I would say, but when they first started out, they were definitely a throwback to the to the 80s style of music, but modernizing it at the same time. Right. And, and like, if anyone remembers back in that time, because that was, 2006 was about the time I was getting into, like, just metal in general, and I remember there was, like, a, like a newer wave of glam bands coming out from Sweden, like Crash Diet, uh, yep. Dirty Penny very good bands like that and wild street is in that group veins of jenna uh very they were in this same group and i thought oh my god this is so cool like i thought this stuff was dead and but you know it 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 was just that kind of era it only lasted like a couple years somewhat strong at least over here that i could see and such but yeah that's kind of a time it's a little bit of a time capsule for this era 2006 to 2010 ish uh you know underground stuff so I, that's another thing it has a little special place in my heart because kind of takes me back to hot my high school days so yeah very good album it, i have a special place for it oh, oh for sure it, 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 and it's an extremely strong album but also i gotta you mentioned a few bands to kind of have a similar style um i gotta mention obviously i think you you're very familiar with this band as well midnight devils uh they're yeah. and and they still have that kind of um you know that's that like style that as you said very prominent in like the the late 2000s but um they're still carrying that to the now and actually i started listening to midnight devils and then i found wild street because of it 
Okay, nice, nice. I yeah, definitely Midnight Devils deserves a shout out as well. They're they're carrying the flag. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it's all it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. There, there's no doubt about that. I very good. I, I wish I I haven't seen Midnight Devils yet, so I I, I haven't either actually. Yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's right. something. I our show. I was actually going to see him up in Philly uh, about three months ago with Pretty Boy Floyd on that tour, and it got canceled. I was so bummed. They didn't reschedule it or anything yet. So uh, yeah, I guess. Uh I hope we both get to see them because, um, you know, I've interviewed uh, Sam twice, but it's like I, I haven't they, – they don't really tour, you know, in, in Indiana anywhere. So I'm like, ah, I guess, uh, you know, I guess after road trips, maybe I'll hang out with you and road trip yeah, somewhere. I don't yeah. know. Plenty, plenty of fun down here, my man. Plenty of fun. <laughs> Come on out. Let me know. <laughs> for uh, But, Trevor, thank you so much uh, for hanging out with me here. A really great episode breaking down uh, all the tracks here on the first Wild Street album. Please check out the links for everything Crash Course Metal Show in the description of this podcast as well. Trevor, it was a great time hanging out yes, with you. Sir. Matt, it's always fun hanging out with you and everyone at Super Cool Radio. It's just awesome. It's it's nice seeing other people like doing the same thing, and there's no ego involved or anything like that. It's just nice just having – we talk about music, what we love. So I, I, I want to appreciate you having me on, though, again, Matt. So – very cool. Uh, yeah, guys, just Crash Course Metal Show. Check me out. I'll definitely uh, be hang talking more Wall Street, talking more metal. That That's what we do. So And living life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but for Trevor Crash Night of Crash Course Metal Show, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thanks so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. <laughs>